Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Kicking with Lynn. For the month of February, which we celebrate as Black History Month, I would like to familiarize you with someone who was instrumental in achieving so many things for blacks in the state of South Carolina in the 1800s. His name was Robert Smalls. He was an American politician, a publisher, a businessman, Navy pilot, a slave, a husband, and an all-around politician who was instrumental in rewriting the Constitution for the state of South Carolina in the House of Representatives as a Republican back in the 1860s after the Civil War was over and we needed to have new rules and regulation in the southern states which had somehow disappeared with the loss of so many lives during the Civil War. Robert was born in Beaufort, South Carolina on Prince Street in 1839 as a house slave. His mother, who was a housemaid, had him for the owner, a Mr. Mackey. Well, Robert was loved by the family and he was also favored over many others. At the age of 12, his mother saw this and wanted him to experience other things in life. So he asked the master whether or not he could go to work somewhere as a laborer to earn money for the master, which was called rented out at the time. He was to receive a salary of $16 a week for the job that he was going to do, but his take-home pay only amounted to $1. It was a custom during that time when slaves were rented out that their owners got most of the money. Well, Robert enjoyed working at the hotels. He worked as a lamp lighter, and he also worked on the uh, shipyards as a longshoreman as the years went by, and he fell in love with the sea and he worked at a hotel. As time went on, he fell in love, and he married a young woman named Hannah who worked at one of the hotels with him. Robert, with his expert seaman skills, had traversed the Atlantic Ocean on the east from Florida, Georgia, South and North Carolina, deep in the Gullah country area. His mother was a Gullah ancestor. Robert learned their cultures and he grew up with a thirst for wanting to achieve and do better. At the age of uh, 22, Robert had achieved such seaman sea skills, bearing in mind now that we have started the Civil War in 1861. And at the age of 22, which was around 1863 or two for him, he had achieved such a reputation that he was hired by the Navy to transport Navy military battlefield supplies from one fort to the other in the surrounding areas, as well as assist in laying mines for the blockade routes for the Union Army. Robert knew that since Fort Sumter had been fired on 
on April 1st, 1861, that freedom was around the corner. Keeping in mind that in April, I mean, in 1862, September, Lincoln had been pressured so severely by the movement of the states' rights and the abolishment of slaves that a preliminary hearing or reading of the Emancipation Proclamation was read by one of the generals at the Port Royal headquarters for the Union Army, and the services were held right in Beaufort, South Carolina, presently now where the naval base exists. In 2012, 2013 turn, the 150th year celebration, I had a very opportunity to celebrate that service. 150 years. It was such an awesome place to be in remembrance of such. Well, the reason why that happened, it was turned out to be premature because as we know, the Emancipation Proclamation was not officially read until January 1, 1863. But what had happened during that few months, the slaves, the slave owners in Charleston and South Carolina and North Carolina, they got fearful and they ran away from home. So now we have all these contraband slaves leaving the plantation, coming into Port Royal, which was the military base for the Union, seeking refuge and seeking to fight for their country and seeking help in any way possible. Robert Smalls was in the middle of all of this. But going back to May prior to that, what Robert Smalls did initially was, one evening he was commissioned to go to the area of Sumter, South Carolina, to pick up cargo to transport to the Charleston Harbor. All along, Robert had planned with his crew members that they were going to escape this, escape slavery and go to free. Robert told everyone aboard except one person that he did not trust. Well, this particular evening, when he arrived in the Charleston Harbor, everything looked go ahead. So they put their plan in place because the three uh, Confederate soldiers who were supposed to be guarding the planter, they all left the boat and went into town for the evening. And by 3.30 in the morning, when they had not returned, the bell was sounded. Robert and his crew dressed up as the captain of the ship with a straw hat on his head and a raincoat, stood erectly as this captain did in his very same posture, used all of his hand signals very appropriately. But before he got out to sea, what he did was he went around to another part of the dock, picked up the rest of his crews and other family members and individuals that wanted to escape, and they took off through the waters. At each Confederate checkpoint that Robert went through, whatever okay transport signals that were required of him as the captain of the Confederate ship, Robert was able to duplicate and successfully passed each checkpoint, each checkpoint of the Confederacy along the way. As the morning of May 13th arrives, Robert is slowly approaching the uh, Beaufort Port Royal Harbor area where the Navy Union uh, I mean, soldiers were. But it was dark, and they had put up a dirty white sheet that the Union Army had been trying so desperately to identify before firing upon them. But with the sun coming up, 
it was clearly seen that it was a sign of surrender. So the Union ship did not fire upon the planter, the USS planter, which was the Confederate ship that Robert had piloted safely out of the harbor of Charleston down to Beaufort, South Carolina's naval base. Incidentally, that was when the Paris Island Marine Corps Air Station was formed as well during this time. As a result, the early morning sun arose. Robert reached the closeness of the Union ship and yelled out, Good morning, gentlemen. I am Robert of blah, 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 the captain ship of the planter. I have very valuable cargo for you from the Confederacy. And Robert turned over to the Union officials at Port Royal. Cannons, military guns, military ammunitions, military codes, military maps, and other relevant documents that were supposed to have been secret to the Confederacy Army that was aboard the planter that day, Robert turned over all of this information as well as the Confederate planter steamboat over to the Union Army. He safely maneuvered the harbor through all the Confederate checkpoints and gave the Union Army valuable information. And after returning... He was asked to the White House and claimed as a hero and well rewarded for his efforts. Robert Smalls went on to become one of the most important politicians as a representative in the House of Representatives from 1865 through 1877. Robert Smalls is the name of the school that I attended and graduated from in the year 1967. Little did I know of him when I graduated, but it is such an honor to have attended and become one of the graduates of the steps that he initially took to provide me with an education that allowed me to go on to higher levels. I thank you, Robert Smalls. And today I would like to honor you for in 1967, over 52 years ago, little did I realize how true these words would be. Dear Robert Smalls, we honor you. We pledge ourselves with loyalty. We'll love thee more as years go by and hold your colors high so high. From when these sacred walls we steer, with all your ideals ever near, with might, foresight, we'll fight for right. Dear alma mater, friend so true, dear honored mother, hail to you. Forever as through life we go, your ideals we will show. We'll show through all the years where we land, for Robert Smalls will always stand, by day, by night, for truth and write. Thank you, Robert Smalls, for being a trailblazer. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask that we become changes and change agents to continue and carry on the legacy that Robert Smalls fought so hard for. Thank you.
all you patriots who paid so much, so dearly for our successes in life. Let us never forget it. Let us work hard each and every day to make them proud and our generations to come as well. Thank you for your time.